This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Oh, at a job filled with office politics and drama. Guess that's why I'm still in my pajamas. It's up, it's up, up day again. It's up, it's up, it's up. This is the end. Hello, hello. Happy hump day. Uh, All right, we're going to talk about marriage. More than half of women surveyed by AOL Living and Women's Day magazine said their husbands aren't their soulmates. I'm just a piece of meat. Thanks a lot. He's a man meat. Look at you. Not a soulmate. What's the percentage? 50%. Fifty percent. I still got. So you're saying there's a chance? <laughs> I am. Yeah. <laughs> Marriage. <laughs> Marriage is what brings us together. <laughs> Today. <laughs> okay, so um, we're going to kind of sprinkle in some positive stuff here first, okay? Uh, of the 35,000 women surveyed, nearly 50% said their husband's personality was the first thing that attracted them to you. So, Thank you. Yeah. Uh, more than 50% say, yeah, that's still the only thing he really has going for him. <laughs> it's, they still say that your personality is your most attractive trait So that's good They thank, still thank like you. hanging out with you right. Half of them anyway uh, 52% said they don't believe in fairy tales or fate Because they're saying, you know They're not married to their soulmate right. So that's not a real thing 72% said they'd consider leaving their marriage At some point or another 72% more than half the respondents claim their husbands say, I love you every day or fairly often. 71% expect to be married to their husbands the rest of their lives. They're short, doomed lives. Um, no. Uh, more than half of the women surveyed said they're either bored in bed or can't remember the last time they had sex. Oh. Well. About 60% rarely or never have date nights. That might be contributing to the fact that you're not having sex, I suppose. Totally. Uh, more than 50% wish their husbands either made more money or more time for them. That's like a good well, See, and sometimes it's just about your time. It's like a self-defense class, dude. Practice makes perfect. Muscle memory, dude. You lose your uh, dogfighting skills. What does that have to do with making more money or more time? I'm talking about going to Pound Town. Oh. Good God. Can you keep up? Nearly half said their husbands have changed for the worse since getting married. No, you don't date. You're, you don't make love. You haven't had sex. You, it's because you stop. You, you, you forget how fun it is. Yeah, totally. Got to get in there. Root around like a couple of hogs. <laughs> I just saw this thing on the Nature Channel about wild boars. Oh, no. And, yeah. And so when the females in estrus, she grows this extra, like the tuft of, on her neck gets bigger so the male can grab it better. Really? And he takes her back to his little <laughs> hole in the ground and imprisons her for like a week. Yeah, I think I've and heard just this. just is like pounding her by her scruff. And she's in there eh, squealing like a pig. 
And then nice marriage analogy you got going there. <laughs> and there's then, a lot of people going, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> That's about right. And then her hormones change, and then she turns around and starts attacking the male. Dude. And then escapes. Oh, my God. You know, the best one's the praying mantis. Uh, she'll uh, get, uh, she'll take the load and then bite the head off of the dude. That's right, dude. And then uh, that's the end of that. Yeah. <laughs> Another happy ending. Think about that next time you drop but a load. He, but he can't wait, the little praying mantis dude. It's like, it's like he knows that's his whole mission in life. Yeah. Well, if you knew, if you could have sex with Sofia Vergara, chop but my head off. your head was going to Sh- Chop my head off. <laughs> yeah. I will let you, I'll, I'll give you this. I'll say the word, you run in, machete my head off. <laughs> Done. 100%. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I mean, obviously this shows, I mean, what are divorce rates? 60 some percent. Well, soul, it kind of adds up. Soulmate is kind of a heavy analogy. Yeah. It's a heavy term. I don't, I, I, I don't know. What, what, how do you define, how do you define soulmate? I don't know. Um, yeah, it's tough to but, even define it. I mean, the end all be all your. First of all, I don't think everybody experiences it. Agreed. Um, That's why I think it's kind of an unfair uh, right. word to use. Totally. I mean, there's love and commitment and, and intimacy and all that stuff. Soulmate. I, I don't know. Um, I don't. I Sometimes I. So like a soulmate, I would think if you're believing in fate and all that stuff, which I do, I do think that there's some. I think there's spiritual agreements that you make at some point on some journey in your life to other people or other souls or other whatever. And then and that's why and you're on this like journey together through right. all the different dimensions. Right, right, right. And so that's why sometimes like, when you meet someone you're like, "Oh my god, I feel like I already know you." But, but it takes years to know that. Like you've got to go through the the battles, right. you know, and the wars. But also be I think it's more you feel that way. If someone keeps getting presented into your life over and over again, like you keep kind of like near missing each other or or seeing each other, but the timing isn't right or whatever, and then it ends up being right. Like sometimes I think that's part of it. Like you have to get to a certain spot on your journey before you're meant to be with Mm -hmm. this person or Mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But I don't think it applies to everybody because I don't think everybody's... Like against impossible odds. Didn't Phil Collins write a song about that? Yeah. Against all odds. Let's play that. Uh, man, I love Phil Collins. I know you do. I can't believe... Dude, uh... No, wait. What song am I thinking of? Is it against all odds? I don't know. Take a look at me now. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Let's see if uh, some people out there found their soulmate. I thought Aaron Rodgers was my soulmate. He turned out to be a bit of a douche to break up with him. This is it, dude. This is exactly what you're talking about right here. Yeah. No, I'm going to cry. I know you are. Let it flow. PMSing this week. I'm emotional as hell. Oh. Imagine if I would have said to you, hey, nobody else wants this stupid job. You want to come in and do the morning show? Imagine what would have happened. You would have walked away. And I would have chased you through the woods and <laughs> murdered you. <laughs> what happened to that chick that used to be on the night show? Uh, she, uh, she disappeared. Uh, hi, how's it going? Choosing the right cellmate. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. that's not that's not life, really a choice. Life sentence. You know, you got a ten by ten room. Yeah, 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 yeah. You uh, got to poop with that guy. Yeah, yeah. You're pooping in front of a Bubba there for the next ten to yeah, twenty. So. I, I, sure, I guess. I guess you could. That is such an unpleasant thought. I can't believe how bad Yeah, that... I don't Phil. Listen to that. I love him. I don't think you can meet your soulmate in your 20s. Right. I don't either. I mean, if we're going to set a, you know, some loose rules for soulmates. I mean, I think I'm with my soulmate now. It took me a while. Yeah. I mean, you know. Uh, what, 10 years. I think I can say that. Yeah. I'm not kissing ass because she might be listening, but a little bit. But uh, how about you? Uh, Did you find a soulmate in your 20s? Psh. No. I never saw you sober in your 20s. I know. I do. I have a very strong connection with the person I'm with presently. Like, it's weird. It's like a there's like a psychic connection yes. that's kind of there. Yes, yes, yes. Um, And... Like it's, I've never experienced that in my life. I've never had it where you can look at someone and know exactly what the hell they're thinking, uh-huh. um, and be right on the money every single time. I've never had it where I, somebody can read me and know what I'm thinking and feeling. Yeah. Well, Just by that, a glance. That's you hitting your maturity too, right? Though, lowering your expectations. I think the divorce rate in your twenties is horrible. Yeah. And by horrible, I mean high. Well, think about it. When if. Are you the same person at 31 <laughs> that you were at 21? I'm the responsible, mature man I was. You know what I mean? 21. Like, God damn, you change a lot in your 20s. <laughs> You're trying a lot of things out, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So it would be super hard to be with the same person that you were in your 20s to now. I think the the idea of a soulmate is more within reach at, now for me right. than it's ever been, but... In my 20s? Oh, my God. I was just a walking, talking boner when I was 20. Oh, yeah. I And my emotional intelligence was complete garbage. <laughs> Who said anything about intelligence? <laughs> what about walking, talking boner? You know, like, I had no idea how to regulate emotions and, and communicate yeah, them there, appropriately. Yeah, yeah, Cupid had not met Johnny in his 20s. I could, <laughs> there was none of that stuff. Yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah, I think it's. And you got to kind of find somebody, I suppose, that's on your same. Well, soulmate is you're letting your guard down and letting somebody else see your guard down. That that to me is oh vulnerability. Vulnerability is yeah the big word. I well, vulnerability is the key. That's intimacy, right? right. Being one hundred percent transparent, which it's crazy. Like yeah. I've never had that either till now. I've never been one hundred percent transparent with anybody that I dated. I was never that open. Sure, ever. Right. You know, but now the lady I'm dating now, she knows everybody that I killed. I mean, <laughs> it's weird because you you were you would be open on the air. I mean, your life on the air would be very open. Yeah. But then you tend to, you know, I was guarded. Keep that guarded in a relationship. Yeah, for sure. You, it's just you don't trust anybody. I mean, right. Or you're not ready to get involved anybody that seriously. Or people always let you down, so then you learn to not. Right. Right. So, and then so you have to get rid of that and open up and take the risk before anything pays off. It's weird. I wonder if you could break up with somebody and feel like they were your soulmate. You know, f- fondness, you know. Yeah. Like like you it's like if you have kids and you're still in touch with them like you're like you're a co-parent. Yeah. Uh, sure, I think your soulmate too can be a friend, you know, or a 
whatever, a sibling, soulmate, I don't think necessarily has to be romantic. Where, where do I rate in your life? <laughs> yeah. Let's get down to it, dude. Uh, Careful. What day of the week is it? Hey, I know you're PMSing, <laughs> but uh, be nice. Very vulnerable over uh, here. Well. Hey, vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. You're my favorite co-host. See, that that doesn't help. What do you want? Well. You rate high. Uh, co-host. <laughs> <laughs> you're my favorite guy in a room that pushes the button that lets me talk. No, I, wow, you're, you're tearing, I'm tearing up over here. <laughs> Calm down. No, and I think you know a lot about me. You know more about me than a lot of my friends do. Uh, oh, sure. You know, sure. I mean, I think morning show partners, you share a I, lot I'm, of that I'm, stuff. I'm trying to define <clears throat> in your own head what it means to, um, how, how you answer the question of who, how somebody was meant to be. Right. Whether that's somebody you work with or somebody you you keep you're not single at the same time as them but you you know you know there's and i swear to god you can feel electricity oh yeah i know there's a look like, oh yeah let, let me give it to you don't 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 make <laughs> eye contact with me right now <laughs> it's like Kristen uh wig and uh bridesmaids sometimes i can just look at you and know that we're best friends <sighs> <laughs> So those are those are uh, I don't know. There's yeah. I mean, because I can see it when I see other couples that have that chemistry between them. Right. You know. Yeah, for sure. Well, let's see. Uh, let's huh. see. Hello. Yo, Dingler, just get it. She's hanging with you, talking to you. She likes you. Get over it. <laughs> Hi. How's it going? Johnny, I got the cure. Here we go. Right. You're, you know, you're in that relationship. Yeah. Maybe we can do this together, right? I got the winger CD. Gonna put, she's only 17 on, just blaring. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Dude, I like where Actually, your head's at on that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I know uh, it's weird watching my kids who are in their early 20s because, you know, both of, our, both of them have a relationship, but it's like, you know, they're, they're going to change so much. And I, as a parent, just, I guess I want to see him, you know, just not, you know, hook up for, you know, the right. rest of their life. Because I think there's just so many things to do out there and see. And um, so it, it, it's weird just from a perspective of, you know, knowing how I was when I was younger. And mm -hmm. um, you just, you, you kind of want to see him grow and experience. And not to say there's, you know, you can't have true love for the rest of your life, but... Um, like everything else, like you hit it on the head. It's like get out of your comfort zone and, you know, get into a relationship. And it's like, oh, this is, just, you know, I don't want to try anything else. So, yeah, I don't right. know. Just my, my two cents this morning. Yeah. No, dude, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, well, for sure. well said. Thank you, sir. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, You're welcome. Have happy trip. Be good. Um, what is Webster's definition of soulmate? Let me see what it says. I'm trying to, I'm trying to give you my own definition of soulmate. It's hard. Everybody's their, got their own. Uh, a close friend or romantic partner uh, with whom one has a unique, deep connection based on mutual understanding and acceptance. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, forgiveness is a big one for me, like of all the idiot things I do. I bet it is. <laughs> <laughs> My life coach, ladies and gentlemen, the Biatch. Here she is.
I mean, I'm weird at home. Yeah. But my weirdness <laughs> is taken as as uh, not special needs. Let's not go there. It's taken as uh, unique, and uh, I mean, I'm always I'm a bit of a goof at home. But it's always uh, taken in the right way and not judged and thrown away. It's it's. Right. I'm not saying she laughs at me because we're married, but um, uh, we're radio geeks. Yeah, we like to do weird radio geeky things to each other. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> would, that, would that be doing it in front of the engineer? What the, I don't know what that means. I don't know what it means. But uh, and then he, and then it's like. Uh, uh, is there a time limit on becoming a soulmate? Like five years, ten years? Like how do you put a how do you date? I don't know. I kind of think. How do you put a date on it? I don't know. Uh, I think some of it is yeah. You need time spent in order to reflect and be like, oh my god, all of these things, right? But I also think part of it is quick. It's shooting a look to each other and feeling the electricity it's mm-hmm. whatever you know what mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. um teamwork baby yeah well there's a few there's a few of my friends where it was like the second we met we became like inseparable me and my friend patty it was like the the moment we met each other we knew we're like holy crap like we're on the same level you know <clears throat> yeah, it's like you're willing to still do little things for somebody after 10 years. Oh, yeah. 15 years. I, I don't know. That's yeah. that, that to me is it's there's no technical term. It's just the yeah, the, the day in day out stuff. You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. Uh, did you know that the hottest chili pepper in the world is so hot it could kill you? Or you can listen to this one. Bears can smell your menstruation. I can smell your menstruation. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. This is always kind of cool when these make news. A musician named Christian Nolan recently had surgery at the University of Marmer to remove a brain tumor. His doctors had him play guitar during the procedure. So here he is playing the Fender Strat while covered by a surgical plastic. Um, here you go. It was just like out of this world to just wake up have people like actively like working inside of your head is a kind of an insane feeling. Having the patient awake and playing guitar while we take out the tumor allows us to be as aggressive as possible, yet still maintain his quality of life and his manual dexterity. Being able to like go to the gym and be active again, which is like a big part of my life, it's been very amazing, like the recovery. It's called awake craniotomy. Make sure they don't snip snip anything they shouldn't. Jeez. Yeah, they're just in there like, oh, I guess that one's firing. Leave it alone. Mm -hmm. Pretty crazy. It's kind of neat. I know that we've had the stories before of like people playing violin and whatever else. So it would be weird if you could like touch a node in the brain and then it just he goes into a solo. Yeah. Or something like 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 here's the Black Sabbath department. (laughs) Each each part of the brain (laughs) is wired to a band. Oh, yeah, incredible! Think, think, trying to think, he goes into eruption by Eddie Van Halen after uh, yeah, after after uh, a nice little uh, Metallica solo. Heck yeah! That's so cool, dude. Do not bang your head when you're in brain surgery. Ah, uh, solid keep, advice. Keep him, uh, keep him uh, strapped down. And then if you're playing, if he starts playing Coldplay, you kill that part of the brain. You just zap yeah, you just it. You just jab a chopstick in there. 
Stupid. Kill it. Kill that brain. Man. He'll never play Coldplay again. That would be terrible doctors. God, that is so cool. Yeah. It's mind-blowing. I've heard of that before. Somebody was doing something else. It wasn't a guitar, but... uh, Oh, God. It was... What were they doing? Playing violin. Um, uh, No, it wasn't a violin. I can't remember what it was. He's talking or doing something with her hands. I can't remember what it was. (laughs) Hello. Hello. Very soft hands. Chia-chia, chia-chia. Interesting. Uh, Yeah, it... All I have is the violin one. It's interesting and scary at the same time. I have time. a saxophone one. Oh, okay. Um, what if they were really bad at it? I think they were just singing or something. I, I can't I can't remember. Like you have to listen to a crappy violinist for nine hours during a brain surgery. Wouldn't that be terrible? Wouldn't that, wouldn't that be weird, though, if the, if the surgeon's like, hey, uh, I have an idea. We've never done this before. I'm, we're going to bring a guitar in while we crack your skull open. So you can play, you know, Enter Sandman. Uh, are you cool with I that? I like to jam out when I'm working, all right? <laughs> I mean, am I? Um, let me see if I can. Did the last find... guy live? How many How many times? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, incredible. A, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Um, Taking requests from the nurse, that's pretty badass. Okay, let's see. It'd be but... cool if he rickrolled everybody. Yeah, that would be pretty incredible i i can't find anything other than people playing instruments mm-hmm. so that would be interesting like what if you can't play an instrument then what are you supposed to do anyway uh he's alive he's well and whoever was the first person to try that thank you he should have recorded it live from the or and uh and then sold, got a sponsor yeah get a sponsor for it sell tickets um all right uh advil could have uh, sponsored him yeah, right. No kidding. Um, man in Canada answered an ad for an iPhone 15 on Facebook Marketplace. Dude, I, have you ever sold anything on Facebook Marketplace? Uh, Christy does. We it's sold enough a, to make me want to get a lobotomy. We sold a shelf. Seemed to work out pretty good. Yeah. Why? What's the problem? Is this still available? Is this still available? Is this still available? How much do you want for it? <laughs> Can you deliver it? Well, I'll we, be like, no, it says pick up only. Well, I can't pick it up today. Let me call someone and see if I can pick it. Oh. They can pick it up. And then you're waiting, and then they just ghost you. They're nowhere to be found. And then the other one is, uh, can I get? Can I pay less for it? No, I've already got it listed pretty low. Because <laughs> they're gonna resell it. Right, one hundred percent. And I'm like, just come and get the goddamn thing. God. Uh. <laughs> oh, it's so frustrating. Yeah. Anyway, homicidal. A uh, man in Canada answered an ad for an iPhone 15 in Facebook Marketplace. Set up a meeting for this past Saturday, but it was a scam. Oh, where is it? There. The buyer gave the guy 900 bucks and immediately realized the phone didn't work. He tried to get his money back, but the dude ran away, made a run for it with the cash, right? Crazy. But he is in Canada, and he didn't get far. He slipped on some ice when he was trying to flee, and the cash just flew right out of his hands. <laughs> so the victim ran over and collected his money. <laughs> Thanks. You pussy. That's hilarious. Dude, right? <laughs> so the scammer did assault the guy and then ran off again. I don't know how much money the victim was actually able to get back. Uh, police are still looking for the suspect. Where did they meet at? A public place. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's another. Yeah. 
It's another one of the options. What kind of phone's nine hundred dollars? Well, an iPhone. I know, but a used iPhone? I mean, you can go get a deal for. I think they're giving those things away if you get a three-year contract. I don't know. Uh, I don't know either. Um, who knows? Is the well the iPhone fifty? So it's about eight hundred dollars retail. Entry level i15. Maybe it had special things. I don't do yeah, iPhones. The, the titanium unbreakable, unbreakable case that sees into the future. Samsung, I'm poor. Yeah, I, I would not meet anybody in a in a public park for anything over fifty bucks. I guess I, I don't know. They'd probably bring a little delinquent buddy with them up in a tree and jump on me or something. I'm just saying, I I wouldn't advise that. Yeah, I know. And then I don't know. Sometimes too. You meet at a Burger King or something. <laughs> Police stations have designated areas. Really? Mm -hmm. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah, that'll weed the scammers out, won't it? You would think so. Uh, but then, then you 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 say I I'll give you twenty dollars as a down payment until I see if the phone works. Here's twenty dollars. Yeah, I don't. I would not. I say call somebody. Call me on your phone that I'm about to buy. I don't know that I would buy a $900 phone off of Facebook Marketplace. I would probably go to a store where they're guaranteed refurbished I, or I, whatever. I had a guy try to sell me speakers in the parking lot at the West Town Mall. I told you that. Remember yeah. that, that dude in that van that pulled up? <laughs> I'm like, Paul? What the... Uh, you, you feel okay? What's going on? Things a little slow down at your shop? No, I'm kidding. But the kid jumped out, and uh, and he had a van full of electronics. I'm like, oh, this seems perfectly legal. And uh, the speakers were nice. I mean. Uh, I bet they were. They it, were hot as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Unmarked van? I don't know. He's like, hey, man. No, what did he tell me? That story was, uh, <coughs> is he at a warehouse or something? Or something they said if they, what? he used the stupid typical line. Uh, we couldn't sell it, so we're out just trying to. Sell it for half price or something? Yeah, no. I'm like... It's nothing that happens. I'm like, what do you take me for? I'll take all of them. Thanks. <laughs> no, I I, uh, I I looked at them and, you know, flipped it over, looked at them. They were decent. I mean, they were cabinets. This was... Oh, God, this was back in the day. Yeah. Back in the 90s. I'm like, this van pulled up. I'm like, all right, let's see where this goes. <laughs> But I mean, it's it was uh, I I could see it working. Hey, Mister, I, do you need some help? You know, I could see some gullible silence of the lambs. He went, happening, he went to like a hundred dollars, or, or I don't even think it was a hundred dollars for a couple of cabinets. I'm I'm like, this is almost too good to turn down. Uh, let me think about all the dude in the van rolled up and he's like, what are you about a size fourteen? <laughs> you can't get these speakers. I want these speakers out of the van, Mister. Uh, but no, the price was so ridiculous. You're like, oh man. That was even like, if even if they don't work, it's worth it. You uh, know? I was like one time at the rave, this dude walked up. He had like a piggly wiggly bag, and there's like a like a deck for a car stereo with still wires still <laughs> attached to it, trying to sell it. I was like, dude, you probably took that from someone I was at the concert with. Are you kidding me? No, thank you. Oh, that's perfect. Which is why you should always park in the paid parking area yeah, yeah, when yeah. you go to a show at the rave. It's worth 25 bucks well, to out of someone breaking in your goddamn car. It's cash. There's no way to right. track it, I guess. So I guess you're off the hook, kind of. Just got to grab it and get the hell out of there. 
I love that the dude fell on ice, though. Like, God, so, you know, karma sometimes takes a while. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's just like instantaneous, for and sure. it's so gratifying. Yeah, for sure. Replay today, the JJO Morning Show podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Okay, so new world record set for uh, chugging a cup of coffee. Hey. A guy in Germany broke the record. Uh, full cup of coffee in three seconds. His name is Felix von Meibern. His official time was 3.12 seconds. It's German. You have to say it like that. He did it in September, but Guinness just posted the footage after confirming it. Hard to tell if it was still hot when he chugged it. The uh, A few sources are saying, yeah, it was still hot. But the Guinness rules don't say anything about it having to be hot. I can't imagine why you would chug it hot. Like, room temperature seems yeah. easier to chug. The previous record was 3.17 seconds. So, Felix von Meimer only beat it by five one-hundredths of a second. Uh, Wow. Yeah. I get- what was the temperature? Do you know? No, no, no. No. There was a few people that said it was hot. Yeah. But the Guinness rules don't say anything about it having to be hot. Oh, okay. I thought that would have been a part of the, the you know, even if the time went up, if the temperature, if the time went up as the temperature went up, there's like different records for that. Yeah, there's no, there's none of that happening. It's 160 degrees. Yeah. And right. <laughs> Took him 12 minutes. Your esophagus is burned. <laughs> Um, okay, and now we have world record scandal. Update. It's a lot. Okay, remember we talked about the world's oldest dog dying? Oh, yes. Okay, so here we go. Um, the Guinness certified the record last January for the world's oldest dog. Said a dog in Portugal named Bobby was over 30 years old. He passed away in October, supposedly at the age of 31. But Bobby's legacy is now going to be forever tarnished because of lies. His owner, a guy named Lionel Costel. Had a vet submit documentation that Bobby was born May 11th, 1992. Uh, so he would have died at 31 years and 165 days old. Wow. But after Bobby passed away, people started questioning the credentials. They didn't want to do it while he was alive, you know. Um, so he was a type of a livestock guardian dog. Um, they usually live 12 to 14 years. So 31 would be, you know, obviously more than twice that, which is crazy. Now, people were looking at uh, sets of photos. So they're saying the photo from 99, 1999, Bobby, and I'm using squirrel knuckles, has white on his paws. But in other photos, he does not. Oh, jeez. Dude, I'm telling you. A uh, council member at the Royal College of Veterinary Surgeons in England was pretty blunt when he said, not a single one of my colleagues believed Bobby was actually 31 years old. All right. Guinness put out a statement saying a formal review is underway. They've temporarily paused the records for oldest living dog and oldest dog ever until they get all ironed out. Now, if Bobby's record does get nullified, it will go back to an Australian cattle dog named Bluey. <laughs> She was born in 1910 and lived to be 29 and a half. Well, how do we know that? Yeah, right. That doesn't seem right either. I mean, does it matter? 
The long run? Yes. Okay. <laughs> as, long as, <laughs> as long as he was loved. Those whatever how many years. Jinxie cat. Jinxie. That's all I could think of. The white paws and then the non-white paws. I'm yeah. like, oh, God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a, 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 my dogs have always lived, it seems like a little longer than, uh, Shadow was almost 15, which is great for a husky. Yeah. <sighs> Let's not talk about that. I know, I'm sorry. Think about your mother naked. Think about your mother naked. Okay. Weird boner in play. <laughs> I don't talk about my dead dogs. Grief, ah, grief boner. I have one standing policy, rule policy. Don't talk about your dead pets. Um, yeah, I couldn't imagine. Yeah, in the shape he was in, living any longer than. Although, although the dog I saw there, it was a bigger dog. Yeah. Which they generally, the bigger, the less they live. So yeah. uh, that that could come into play as well. Yeah. We can't. Can anybody just be honest about anything? No. The answer is no. We're surrounded by thieves and liars. The JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 941 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D. Nowhere but JJO.